0: The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. When I started yeshiva, I asked my Rebbe if I could be seimach on Hashem. I wasn't sure. He said, what do you mean? He said, every yeshiva in the world goes collecting they go knock on people's doors make phone calls handle and in brist they don't do that they wait for the people to come to them and bring them the money so I wasn't sure and certain if that's a big madrugan to reach and to be on so I said "Very ah, not a big madrugan not a big madrugan at all he said you definitely can do it. So, what if it doesn't work? No, you'll do what everybody else does. <laughs> but he asked me one question. He said, "Did you ever go collecting for yourself?" I said, "No, I went for others, not for myself." So, if you went for yourself, you were kaveya. That's the way it's coming. You can't switch. So, why not? That's, that's a kabbalah. I got my older brother, Yashaber. <clears throat> so I told him, "No, do what he says." And what turned out to be is that four people basically ended up carrying the burden. Very happy. At the end of a year, three of them fell off the wagon. Fell off the wagon. Now I was left one. So I asked that one, would he carry the load of four? He said, no. I'm carrying what I can, 25%. My wife asked, what are you going to do now? I said, it's definitely a test. What does that mean it's a test? I said, Hashem is testing me. He wants to see, will I lose myself? And maybe he wants to see if I'll and stay strong. Maybe he'll find me one person to cover for all three. Why should I have to go and say, every month, get money from four people, Hashem will give me one person, and one person will take care of the whole business. Or maybe I said, Hashem wants me to close up. And if Hashem is not happy, He wants me to close up. He may need I'll do it happily. That's what Hashem wants. i can fight with Him. But we'll see. It was the summer time. My wife suggested maybe I go a little collecting, do a little. No, not doing that. Standing my ground. Hashem wants; He knows how to find me. Meanwhile, one of my talmidim calls me up one day. He was the fourth guy. He tells me that he met a major gevurah, a massive gevurah, that had a massive heart. Massive generosity, who asked that fellow, how come you, your rough? never comes to collecting by me? The whole world was clamoring to see me and get money from me. How come you Rav never showed up? And I'm right here in town, and I help every sit in town. Never everybody has an interesting sheet that with Bittach. They say, what? What's do, what up to Bittach? You need money? Come, come knock on my door. He said, I'm going to give him a meeting. So he sends that fellow an email when the meeting is beginning. And that meeting is worth thousands. People would buy that meeting off me. I was thinking, selling the meeting. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't know what to do. Meeting like that is definitely a shavikas. It wasn't a thousand dollars. It was, this guy knew how to write checks. And he wasn't embarrassed, and he wasn't ashamed, he wasn't afraid. So I called my Rebbe up. I said, Rebbe, should I go to the meeting? I didn't ask for the meeting, but I have a meeting. She said to me, how far is it? I told him it's about 35 minutes to get to his office. No, it's a little too far. He said, where does he live? So live fifteen minutes away. No, if we'll see you in the house, you can go. But to go my tree out for thir- I said maybe this is like serious cash. She so says, "Are you pressured at the moment?" I "Don't know." "What was the case?" I "Don't know." So I'm the phone up. And then he sent me another. I ignored the first date. He sent me another date. And he sent me four dates. And every date, like Tom told me, You got another one, you got another one. I said, Where is it? Where is it? I said, You know what? If you meet him, and you happen to see him, you live in his neighborhood, if he asks you, to tell I want to come to his house. I don't want to come so far to his office. Next Sunday he meets him, he says, What's the shit? He keeps on ignoring the meetings did you tell him, did you let him understand that this is a shavukesif? This is kesaf mamish. It's no shyness shavukesif kesaf. This is mamish kesaf mamish. So the guy said, yeah, no matter if you, if you, in the house, he'll see you. He said, oh, he'll come here? He said, yeah. Okay. I tell him I'll see him right now. It was two weeks before El So jumped into my car, run down there, drive down there, come again, knock on the guy's fancy door. Takes me to his house, sits me down, and sizes me up, he asks me questions, how much did this cost, how much did that cost? what's your budget, yeah, this, that, all kinds of stories. Answer my questions. And you know, I'd like to help you. I'd like to help you. But I want to see you go collecting. You have two weeks left, and you go collecting. Try your best. You look like a guy who's capable. <laughs> you look capable. You know how to do the job. So use your capabilities and do the job. And then I'll double or triple what you got. I said, that's a very nice offer. That's very generous of you. That's very philanthropotic of you, I said. That is amazing. But I can tell you right now what I'm going to have. He said, how much? I said, zero. He said, what, what's, the pro- what's your problem? He says, what, what don't you get? You don't understand how things work? I said, I do. But I don't tell you how to run your business. So please don't try to pressure me to tell me how to run my business. I didn't ask you for any money. He said, I was curious to see you. a strange bird. That's a, says, you're the strangest guy. I'm trying to give money to him. He wouldn't even work with me. So I told him, I greatly appreciated your concern for me. I greatly appreciate your willingness to help. Have a nice day. I walked out of the house, my my, my Talmud, the, four, the other guy, he was, he was there with me, he told me, maybe I think you went a little extreme there. You know, I mean, you don't look, uh, what's the thing, you don't look him in the face, this is, this, this, what? A gift, to, you don't look a gift to us in the mouth. If it's there, you just grab it, you take it, you know what I'm saying? I said, this is how, I'm a am a told me, I don't change. Everybody told me to change. I would have changed. So, two weeks goes by. It's right before the month, And I tell my Talmud, send him an email. In my name. And tell him, the answer is zero. Tell him that. From that month on, I started getting checks from this guy every single month. Not uh, like the Paris, scrawny little uh, cow- cattle. Fat cattle. Every month, thousands of dollars. And, he mm-hmm. came in. Hashem wanted to alleviate me from having to be mishubed to three people who give you money per month. you gave mishubed to them. You don't know, I give a guy one you know, will give you the money when he look at you. And that went on for quite a few years, and after a few years, I get a message that the guy is changing his direction. Society is uninterested in supporting General Kaidelim or yeshivas. I said you can do whatever you want. You weren't supporting me. You were just a shleach. It went through you, I said, but it's not. You don't don't have to answer to me. My Talmud was furious at him. He called him up and he gave him over the head. How dare you break this thing? I mean, it's so many years. I said, let it it, it go. It doesn't pay. It's Hashem going to take care of me. I said, I think this bitachin thing is getting me a little exasperated. (laughs) You know what I mean? You always say that same word over and over. What oh, do you think it is magic? I say, it works magic. <laughs> it is. It does. And then, a couple of weeks went by. And Hashem opened up a new faucet somewhere else. And Baruch Hashem, maybe it wasn't as fixed. But Hashem doled it out in His kind, gracious way. And as they say, the rest, now you know the rest of the story. <laughs> Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend.